0: Welcome back to the Gutsy Presenter podcast. Hey, Scott.
1: Hey, how are you?
0: I'm great. We're having cool weather, so I'm very happy. Summer is over.
1: It is hot here. It is hot here. We're both on the West Coast, but you're cold and I'm sweating.
0: You're sweating and I'm dressed for winter. I'm in heaven.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The world's just a strange and wonderful place.
0: I love it. Okay, we have a good topic today. What do we do when we are asked to speak impromptu?
1: Yep. Our leadership
0: off the cuff, our leadership says, Hey, give us an update on the project, or it could even give a mini presentation around XYZ. This can feel very intimidating and scary for a lot of professionals. So let's talk about ways to work through it because it's going to happen if it hasn't already.
1: Yeah. Well, and I, we're so programmed, I think to go into a presentation mode when things are high stakes, you know, we're put on the spot it's impromptu. It may be in front of, you know, colleagues and things like that. So suddenly we're, and we want to present, we want to, cause a presentation and, at least in the mainstream is carefully crafted, edited, just right, you know, it has to be kind of perfect.
0: we think it needs to yes. look and sound perfect, yep. and it really doesn't. The key is to sound in control. Yes. That's the key.
1: oh my gosh, you nailed it. This episode is done. Thank you for listening. Moving on.
0: <laughs> okay, how do we sound? in control when we are asked to speak off the cuff and we have not had time to put anything together and to practice anything. I have some ideas. Do you have initial thoughts?
1: I do. I want to, before you share your ideas, because I'm I'm dying to hear them, (laughs) I wanted to say that most people, there's a difference between being asked, could you tell us more about that you know could you could you stand up and give everybody a little explanation of what you've been doing or on this project or something that's asking you to talk about something you have some knowledge in your brain about
0: yes experience
1: right there's a difference between that and being sort of unfairly asked to suddenly step up and and talk about something you don't really know Yeah, that happens from time to time it can and, and what i w- I want people to understand is first it's not a, it's not fair to be asked <laughs> to, to give recommendations or things you had no time to think about and I understand the situation if you're asked you're put on the spot you want to have the answer but you've not been given the, the time to do so give yourself a break you know and be able to share I hear, I hear what you're asking for, I haven't given that much thought, could I come back and, you know, that sort of thing.
0: Versus trying to scramble together an answer or thoughts. And that's when we lose control Yes. and we start rambling and we're not making sense and we lose the audience.
1: Yeah, you really got no, if you haven't thought of a recommendation and suddenly somebody's putting you on the spot and you do need more time, to to put it together. Voice that. Yeah. yeah. Need time it's, to
0: think about that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's let's now, hear your ideas. I want to hear Let's what, flip it.
0: Let's flip it to you're sitting in a meeting with your leadership team and out of nowhere they ask for a project update. Yeah. They want a summary or a briefing on what you have been working on. This can feel this can feel yucky.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Scary, for sure. So one of the first tips' I've, I've experienced this many times, especially in my profession Scott, maybe you have also the the first thing I will automatically do naturally, thankfully, is I will start breathing <laughs> because when I start intentionally breathing, it automatically calms me down
1: yeah
0: versus allowing myself to to go into a tailspin yeah. Then I take a moment and I identify what is the most important point they need to know. Yeah, Because a briefing or a summary is not a list of five to 10 things. It's literally just share what's most important. Now this gets tricky, Scott, because if you're put on the spot where you immediately have to provide this, you may not have enough time to think of what is most important. Yeah. If the situation calls for it, if it's appropriate, I would ask. I would love to share. Give me a moment to think of what's most important for you to know. Yeah. And if they can come back to you, that would be wonderful. Well, can I that's and I, not going to happen in every scenario though.
1: Right. And can I offer just a slight version of that? Please. I'm always coaching people to to be constantly curious about what's what matters to the listener yes and what's meaningful to them so it also strikes me that to say could you give me a moment what what's most important for you to hear about what would you like me to focus on in this
0: perfect that that, scott that's the key yeah
1: yeah so
0: throw a question back to the audience asking just that
1: yeah, yeah. Because the, the content itself doesn't always dictate what's important, right? You, when you say, say what's important, that's, that's kind of all defined by the listener, right? Mm-hmm. They sort of decide what's important. Sometimes you'll be able to, because you know somebody well, you understand the context, you'll be able to figure out exactly what to say. You know what's important. But many times you won't, and I don't think it's, it's bad at all to, to return when they say, could you please give us an update to say, well, really, what would you like to hear? Because I could share brilliant. this, 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 and this.
0: And that also, so not only are you then able to speak to what matters to them, it's giving you, again, that moment to breathe yeah. and think of what it is you want to share.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, were there other tips? You, you, you mentioned you had a few. Those were great.
0: It's really including the audience into the, the conversation. I feel that when uh, leadership specifically catches us off guard and they want something from us, we go into this mode of that we have to carry the entire weight.
1: Yeah. Right. So if we
0: can include the audience with what's happening, it takes the weight off of us. And now we're having a conversation versus that spotlight on you. Yeah which can feel really stressful. Well, and let me,
1: I just thought of this as you were talking, when you mentioned breathing too, Mm -hmm. there's this internal mode when we're put on the spot of I have to perform, how am I gonna look when I speak right now? And I think that can lead to all sorts of bad outcomes. But if you in that moment could, when you take that breath, go, I just wanna help. This person is asking for something. how can I provide that answer? How can I provide it best for them and not worry about me so much? And I think
0: the mindset
1: it is, it's totally a mindset. It's not easy to get. It's not easy at all to achieve that mindset. Um, in a lot of cases, how
0: can I help you? It's a, it's a, how can I help you mindset versus, oh gosh, how do I look? How do I sound? What am I saying? Yes. That mindset.
1: Yeah. Well, So I wanted to pivot just a little bit because, you know, this is one of my favorite kind of topics. I rail so much against being scripted when you present. So in a way, I want everybody that's listening to see presenting not as as far away as you might from what we're talking about. I would love presentations to be more like an impromptu conversation. Not that you don't prep. Not that you put yourself up there and you're not prepared with a plan and not prepared in knowing your stuff so you can talk about it. Correct. But I hate for people to think, you know what, I prefer to be really scripted and kind of mechanical because at least I know what I'm talking about. I can you know, hit the playback button. I think the mindset of being generous in, in the scenario we're describing should be the same in a presentation.
0: Scott you know what this just hit me Mm -hmm. it's it's a different type of control yes they the the presenter is wanting to control the situation by being scripted yes versus having the confidence of creating a dialogue with the audience. They feel they might lose control in that situation where the exact opposite is what happens.
1: Yeah. Well, and check it out. Go back to our last episode with Joel in our gutsy Guinea pig episode just a week ago. And we talked a little bit about it's so easy to get out of control when you're in a words out mode. Same thing with Kate Bayes before that. It's We get into this, I got to get words out. I got to get words out. And whether you're giving a presentation Mm -hmm. you're put on the spot with a question and you have to speak in an impromptu manner, control comes from another type of thing. It's I've got periods, I'm intentional. I really want- Eye
0: contact. Yeah,
1: and I want to get this to you, right?
0: Yes, yes. Wow.
1: We, this is awesome. How did we do this? We just, (laughs) we just sort of, it's like- (laughs) We created this recipe, just throwing all the stuff in here. I know. It's so fun. (laughs) This is the crux of speaking right here. Good work.
0: Thanks, Scott. Yeah, thank you. Now, next week, we have another gutsy guinea pig. Love those episodes.
1: Yeah. It's great
0: having a third person and to do a little bit of coaching if you have not seen our Gutsy Guinea Pig episodes, be sure to check it out. We would also love for you to follow us on LinkedIn.
1: Yep, yep. Follow Gutsy our company presenter. page. Yep, Gutsy Presenter. And visit our website, gutsypresenter.com. There's all sorts of cool stuff going on.
0: Oh yes, free tips.
1: All right, thank you everybody. See ya. See you next week.